0: I will forget, but I will never forgive.
1: Don't skip this one as a music podcast. Music is played and then the host and or guest talk about it. It's really not very complicated. Don't overthink it. The music and the talking may be explicit. The jokes and the bits will be dumb. What's up, fellow music nerds? Welcome to the episode called some Christmas songs. I know everyone doesn't celebrate Christmas, but Christmas music, like, super important to me, uh, to my family. So I wanted to explore some of the great ones. And to join me, I invited back the one and only Cody McCracken. What's up, man? What's up? All right. On. Yeah, dude. Uh, and we also, because there's been some there's been some mudslinging thrown around. And this whole beef with Kevin and Cody, and then we brought, Brady got brought into it. So we're having Brady on the call now. He's traveling. So I think gonna... <laughs> yeah, what's you up? Oh, yeah. Applause, I guess. Again, i, I guess, um, do we
0: need to do we... I feel like you need to have some sort of applause when I I'm come definitely
1: in? I'm definitely not going to put any sound effects in for sure if i was going to put sound effects in it would definitely be for cody and not for you just to clarify <laughs> that's fair that's fair uh, uh okay, right, that so me, Brady...
0: like what about like the horns like the
1: no definitely not no sound effects whatsoever i don't even know how to okay, work can
0: that. We, try, yeah, we can, can. We try, like, and now introducing Brady <laughs> <laughs>
1: Zach, we can
2: how can we take your podcast seriously For one, you don't have a soundboard, right? We need those air horns. We need the audience claps. And then secondly, like, I felt a little bit disrespected. I don't know if Brady feels the same when, like, you know, it was like an honor to be on your podcast. But then you bring on guests like Kevin, how he would say his last name, Basset, right? Or everyone else just says Bessie. He tries to make it fancy. And it's like, that's almost like, you know, that, that. That high that I felt being on your podcast, and then it's like, oh, wait,
1: all right, things
2: on people like Kevin, you know? All right, all right,
1: okay, let's. I'm a neutral third party, all right, let's not get, let's not throw some mud my way. I'm trying to support everyone. We're all a big group coming up together, um, except for Brady. I don't really care, Brady.
2: Um, but the thing is, answer, like, answer. I understand you support – so I get what you're saying. So you you support both authenticity and artificialness. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, you support I don't know.
1: I don't, whoa, 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 whoa. All right. I'm so just not yeah, me and,
2: Brady, me and Brady, authentic, Kevin, artificial. I get it. I get it.
1: Okay. Well, I feel like now I'm getting – now I feel attacked. I don't know about that. Uh, I did want to say real quick, Brady's traveling right now. So if he's, if it's a little choppy, that's why – but uh, we're going to go with it. Um, but I know you guys wanted to talk more about this. I mean, we're already I'm talking just,
2: about it. I'm just glad we're all on the same page about, like, your authentic guests and your artificial guests. Thank you, Zach. Thank you for clarifying. All right, all right, all right. Okay, <laughs> if, I got it, if I have to choose a side, if I've got to choose a side,
1: I'm choosing Cody. But Kevin, <laughs> it's nothing against you. It's just, like, authenticity means a lot to me. That's all, but like Kevin, it's a good song. It's just not an authentic cost. Hey, I should awesome. for, But but let's. For,
0: I, should should we tell everyone? Just you know, do a little recap of, of the little bit of drama that's gone on.
1: All right, all right, man. I, I'll 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 take care of this since I'm I'm the host right now. The host with the most is that something that people say? I think people say that about me probably. Um, so we got so we had we had Cody on um Dak, he was going. We were talking about his song um, that has a sneeze in it, and you talked about how you like really pulled a nose hair that made a real sneeze and added that into your song, and it was authentic. And you videotaped it for Instagram, posted on the world, so the world knows that you like care about your music. And then Kevin was like, "Hey, what's up, man? Uh, I respect the authenticity." My cough on a song was actually fake. And then he came on the podcast because, wait, no, back up. Then, then Cody was like, came on the podcast and was like, kept, just so you guys know, Kevin's faking his coughs and it's not even a good cough. And then Kevin came on and he, man, he was like, he went after everyone. He was like, screw Brady, screw Cody. He thinks his big cough is better than an authentic sneeze. Um, and it was, I mean, it was wild. I was like, Kevin, stop, stop, uh, stop dragging everyone. Uh, and then now we're here. Oh, Brady got on in the middle of that too. And he defended, he defended Cody. I remember that now. So I think that's
0: everything. Yeah. Well, and I just, I feel like, I, I feel like people appreciate being authentic Am I right, Cody? You, like, what's your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I think authenticity, authenticity is everything, man. Like, I don't know. That's just how I feel. It's just how
0: it is. Like, Cody, I got a serious question for you. Okay. I'm not. I'm not going to tell you which one is authentic and which one is fake. But I want okay. you to, to tell, tell me the one that you you feel the most sincere. the The statement that you that touches you the most? Hey, Cody, okay. this, this is number one. Hey, Cody, you are seriously one of my best friends. And then number two. <laughs> hey, Cody, you're one of my best friends. What one what Okay. One do you feel is more sincere? So just
2: to like verify, like I have no idea. Like you haven't told me which one's the real, which one's the fake. You haven't told Zach, right? No. Uh, None, neither of us yeah, and like we're all in I think literally different states right now. So yeah. I mean there's there, we're not by each other. And if I was just gonna go off of that with no prior knowledge or anything, I could be wrong, but I feel like the first statement sounded more authentic to me.
0: Yes, that and that was via funny one. That was that one was an authentic statement for me. The second one was fake. It was Okay. Uh, so oh. it's
2: you yeah i don't know how you feel about it zach but like to me the fake one was so obvious
1: yeah yeah because when you're when you're not authentic it's pretty obvious man people kevin. Can see through
2: it and, and the crazy thing is kevin like he just got a thousand subscribers on youtube but like the nerve of him to disrespect us like he could have his thoughts he could have his opinions about things but to disrespect me and brady with, oh, Brady, should we even, should we even, like, make this public, or? I, I think we should make it public.
1: Oh, whoa, whoa, is this, is this a podcast exclusive? Like, you guys haven't said this anywhere? Is I this mean, we've been like letting the up? boy
2: live. We've been letting him breathe. We've, we haven't, I don't know, like, well, this is mind-blowing, but it's just, like, you don't go and disrespect your, I guess, quote-unquote, boss, right? Like, right? on a public platform, that probably wouldn't go well well for, for you. You'd maybe probably, like, lose your job, right?
1: Yeah, dude. I, I don't know. Brady, what do you think?
0: Oh, no. I, I would never verbally harass my employer or my boss.
2: You're superior, right? So, Brady, yes. go ahead.
0: Tell them tell him the news. So, the thing that you may not know about Kevin's... Kevin Bessie's music and any videos he he has is yes, the music is his own. We do not I do not claim to be the owner of Kevin Bessie's music. However this would have been close to about 15 years ago now. 15, almost 20 years ago. No, no, not 20. 15 to 10 years ago Kevin Bessie sold his Video rights to Ziploc Fresh Productions, which is a corporation owned by myself and Cody McCracken.
1: Whoa. So
2: technically any content he makes on YouTube belongs to us.
1: Dude, okay. Podcast exclusive, Kevin Bessie, recent thousand subscriber, Kevin Bessie. Or Bessay, I suppose, is technically all of those video views are owned by Cody and Brady. This is crazy,
0: and and, and like, we, we, Go we've, ahead, Brady. and, and we and like, I'm sure this is about what you're about to say, anyways. That we've been letting him him do his thing. Like we we're it's not like hey we want a percentage monetarily of you know whatever ad gains or anything that you're getting from YouTube. We haven't even cared. It's just kind of been like, you know what? It's your own thing. Like, you were our friend until you started attacking us, and we were we were fine with him doing his own thing. Like, it, it was just like, okay, he's our friend. We're gonna just let him have it. But, but after this, I I I, don't yeah, I think know we're gonna have what, to. What we should do. Don't,
2: Brady, don't say too much. We're gonna have to talk to legal, and like sort it all out. I mean. We right. haven't made a decision of what we want to do yet, but it's kind of, it's not looking good. Like, I don't know. We'll just leave it at that.
1: Man. Wow. This is, I mean, this is some disrespect. I didn't realize when I brought him on the podcast and let him say all that stuff. Now everyone has to understand. I didn't know this situation. This is a podcast exclusive for me. I didn't, I didn't know. Maybe if I had known, I would have been like, Kevin, do you want to rethink what you're saying right now but
2: and brady and i aren't those type of people we're not like the type of people that are trying to like bring drama or spread the tea or whatever we're just like we were trying to be peaceful but it's like when you there's certain lines you
1: don't cross you know and he crossed it well man this has been a, a continuation of the of the authenticity beef we're going to call it hashtag authenticity beef. That's way too long. I'll come up with something shorter. But if you guys like, let everyone know where you stand because Cody and Brady are bringing some good points here. I don't know, Kevin. And to- while,
2: while we're letting people know stuff, I just want to do a public service to, to, to everyone. And never have Kevin Bessie, if, he's, if you're hanging out with him, be the wingman that's supposed to cough to give you a signal about something. Because everyone around them everyone around is gonna see right through it and they're gonna be like, Oh that wait wait, that didn't that didn't sound real. What what's going on here? Cover blown. I wanna go with Kevin Bessie as your wingman. That's all I'm no. gonna
0: Yeah, like, hey Cody. Like I'm gonna cough it just happened. And then you hear this. <laughs> yeah. People are going to think, what, what is that?
2: Are you- exactly. And guess what? If I sneezed, what would your reaction be right now? If, Like, let's just say, I, I'm not going to fake it, obviously, but like, let's just say cue Cody sneezing. What would your reaction be right now?
0: Oh, bless you. Do Whoa. you need a tissue or anything?
1: Man, Cody, are you okay? You sound sick. That's, yeah. It's, See the difference? It's very yeah. apparent to me. Very apparent. <laughs> Very apparent. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Brady, for coming on, clearing some things up. Man, uh, it's a wild ride. We'll, we'll see if Kevin has anything to say back to that. And um, also
0: – I oh, go ahead, Brady. Oh, no, you, you go and then
2: I'll go. I was going to say this. Brady has not agreed to this yet, but I just warned Kevin to tread lightly. And if – like, if I was him, I would just, like, not say anything further and just drop it, you know, from here. But if he does choose to take it a step further, me and Brady will be released in a diss track against him. That's all I got to say. Whoa. Regarding the, um, the, regarding the, the only, cough and sneeze.
0: The only, the only thing I would correct on that is that um, it's not if he chooses it, it's if he uh, chooses it.
2: <laughs> oh, very true. Very true. <laughs> so you know, like it's the you know the ball's in Kevin's court, you know. So yeah. hopefully he just, you know, from this point forward just mellows out because I would hate to see that happen him. He just got a thousand subscribers. I would hate to see like the his fan base turn on him, you know. And you know, to be honest, his thousand subscribers obviously benefits me and Brady, so it's like we're not rooting for him to fail. We get a percentage of all that. I mean, technically we get it all, but we're letting him eat. Yeah. yeah.
1: And- I just- mean, it sounds it sounds like you guys have been very fair to him. And- More than fair. More than fair. Imagine and- a
2: company, imagine owning a company and then you not taking any percentage and letting your employee have it all. That seems like more than fair. That even seems like, wow, the owner is kind of screwed right there. Yeah. But that's the kind of guys me and Brady are.
0: And I just want to leave with, with this parting thought. It's something that my mom always told me. I brought you into this world so I could beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> I think that's I the I don't know I if, if the that's the thing that she wanted to go with, but that's what she told me from the time I was a, a, young, a young child. <laughs> Dude, I have to
2: try. <laughs> Brady has some classic quotables One of my favorite from him was like we were at the beach one time. Actually, no, a couple. One of them was like, <laughs> we were at the beach, and he was like, there's plenty of fish in the sea, but there's also chicks on the beach. so I'm gonna be over there. <laughs> and then, like <laughs> the other one was like, I like my men like I like coffee. I don't like coffee.
1: <laughs> all right, Brady. I think we're. I'm just gonna have you um, jump off, and then we'll just me and Cody do the rest. That's Sounds cool. Great. Well, thank but you yeah. all for listening. Um, I appreciate
0: um, the support that I've had. I just wanna kind of throw one more plug in. Um, if you guys haven't heard. Um, I am a manager for a, an amazing artist named Dak. Um, he, he just released oh a God. new single called Outlaw. It's on Spotify. Um, go check obviously it out. going so to his buddy, stuff. Before too. He's really, really good. Go check He's him out. To this oh, is okay. all being okay. edited out.
1: None Brady. of this is insane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I also do want to
2: say, like, Brady, you know I love you, right? But on your podcast episode you said that it's like, I got paid to do this the same amount that Cody pays me, nothing. And that is completely false because when I get my $8 royalty checks and stuff, I do Venmo you 80 cents. That's I true, Venmo you do. do. I, I,
1: I,
0: dude. I, do. I, I, I just wanted to make it sound funny.
2: Sometimes I do. Do well, it it kind of it, it made my reputation, like people, I was walking
0: around and people were like, dude, you're cheap, Cody chief I would like to I would like to apologize right now that is not true Cody does pay me royalty checks I do appreciate it very much and, and I
2: you uh, act like you act like after a year of paying stuff that you can't go out and get a McDouble
0: dude I, I know and I, I do, but I do want to apologize <laughs> you do take care of me very well as your manager and I do appreciate that um, like I do just make jokes sometimes just for the heck of it, because I think sometimes jokes are funny. Speaking of, this podcast is sponsored by Fanta. Fanta, podcast for liars. Thank you all very much, (laughs) and have an amazing holiday season.
1: (laughs) All
2: right, later, bro. See ya.
1: Bye, dude. (laughs) Ah, that Brady. Dude, I was
2: like, was he ever going to get off? Am I right, dude? Right?
1: Yeah, like, dude, okay, we get it. You manage Cody, whatever, all right? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right dude okay so Christmas music um I reached out to you I'm curious um before we get into it you said um you're not like a big fan necessarily I, and I I realized I didn't even ask if you celebrate Christmas do you celebrate
2: yeah I do um like I mean not I don't go all out but right but like right. Uh, I'll exchange gifts with family and stuff but um yeah, growing up, not, like, to have, like, a sob story or anything, but, like, my mom didn't really do it, and my dad, we couldn't really, like, afford it a lot, so we didn't, like, it, like, presents wasn't a big thing, but, but, yeah, I, I'm not anti-Christmas or anything.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I was, I was curious, because, um, uh, yeah, I didn't even know if he even celebrated, and then, after like, after I asked, I felt bad, I was like, oh, shoot, I didn't even ask if he, and celebrate this i probably should not assume stuff like that so oh no you're fine um but even though i made you say all that before you do have uh or well which was featured on i don't know if you guys just co-own it or whatever the but the under the mistletoe is a song by you and Kevin, who kevin who we just um (laughs) talked about
2: yeah dude under the mistletoe just, I want to give a quick backstory. So it was funny yeah, yeah. you invited me to be on this episode, and I was like, "Dude, I'm not even like a fan of Christmas music." But I think it kind of yeah. makes it for interesting dynamic, like me being like a Grinch, but humbug. But I want to say, like, I think the genesis of of why I am not a, as big of a fan, and I'm not like sitting here like, "Dude, I can't stand this. Turn this off." But I did work in a grocery store. Um, like five, six days a week usually, and I'm there for like nine mm-hmm. hours. And um, yeah. this is like stocking shelves. This is like ten years ago, or or no, like fifteen years ago when I lived in Reno, and I'm stocking yeah. and shelves. And they're just playing like the same twelve Christmas songs on loop. So like when you're hearing that from the day yeah. after Thanksgiving to New Year's, it does something to you
1: dude that's uh yeah i can imagine
2: for 48 hours a week or however long and so i think it's a little different than the person that's like casually playing it in their car or their i don't know like like it's all it was almost like a torture device
1: you know <laughs>
2: yeah dude, I can
1: imagine. <laughs> no i can imagine i totally sympathize like i've never had to have well no, yeah, I've never had to work in a job where like I can't choose the music, so I've been lucky yeah. that way. But I, whenever I go into grocery stores at Christmas, that's like my first thought. I'm like these poor employees probably listening to the same thing. Like, exactly what you said, like 9 hours a day, same 12 songs or whatever. Um, yeah, I like I like Christmas music, but I'm not somebody who like plays it like after Thanksgiving until december 25th like all that's the only music i listen to you i yeah. like to mix it anyway. yeah yeah man so that's
2: i just wanted to clarify that before people were just like oh he because i think some people just like they they choose to be anti something just to be anti when there's right. really not like a good reason but just to like oh i just want to be different and it's like i think Maybe when I was younger, I played more into like, dude, I hate Christmas music. But like now it's like, oh, if you're playing Christmas music, it's not going to like offend me or I'm not going to get upset about it. But I was just like, I think it's it, it all stems back to, to that, to then, that grocery store situation. But I feel like as the years have gone on, I'm like, I have a little bit less PTSD about it. So there is hope, you know, maybe by the time I'm like 50, I'm going to be freaking. Yeah. Overdosed on christmas
1: music <laughs> it's gonna be christmas 24 7 at the mccracken household <laughs> all right man hey, hey let's um let's play you and kevin's uh christmas song and then we'll talk about it so here we go Un- uh, under the mistletoe by kevin bessie and dak when the lights have all gone out and the party's over no more evening delights,
2: friends drive home
1: sober, the
2: old Christmas tree's gone dim, chestnuts are roasted,
1: milk and cookies all eaten, St. Nick we've toasted, If I don't care. Okay, so that was, oh, I'm doing my DJ voice again, Dang it, uh, that was Under the Mistletoe by Kevin Kevin. And- Bessie and Dak, dude, I, you're the wrong person to ask. But you mentioned this earlier. Is it? Am I supposed to be saying Bessie? Say? I have I've never asked Kevin. I, should asked <laughs> I think like everyone grew up
2: like saying Kevin Bessie, and like yeah. I don't think he takes any offense to it. And like even I still do that. But I noticed that he'll always and I think it's like the correct way. How he says it is the correct way to it's say a- it. Perfect. But I perfect. I always like joke around. And, and he says but but i always joke around it's just like dude you're just trying to like make yourself sound more fancy or whatever but <laughs> but i don't think like it's either it's probably like you know like what word there's certain words you could say it two different ways or whatever yeah but i don't yeah. know i shouldn't speak for him but i guess as someone that kind of owns him i guess i can speak for him so i'm just gonna say that yeah, either way it's fine
1: there you go there's the official by the people that own kevin's content you you can say it either way um okay i got completely distracted from the song um so why you shouldn't skip this one? First of all we got kevin and dak collaborating so it's a great song you guys have both been on the podcast so i'm a little uh biased but um still it's good uh i like that it's not like a typical christmas song it, um where it's just like, you know, oh boy, it's Christmas and presents and stuff. You know, it's more about like, love a little bit and stuff. Um, you guys also have a, like a great beat on it. Um, and the piano's good. I like, dude, your your rhymes are super clever on this. I love those. Um, and uh, Kevin's singing is really like clear on this. I don't know, I, I wrote down clear and crisp. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone else. But that's like the attitude yeah. for his singing on this song in particular. But yeah, it's a, it's a great song. I, um, what, did you, what would you say is like why people shouldn't skip this song? Uh, I just feel like it's
2: kind of a novelty to have rap on a, on a um, Christmas song in general. So I think that's pretty cool. And I do think it's a really catchy song. Um, I can kind of, I don't know if, if, if you're interested, but I can tell you kind of a little bit more of the backstory about the song if you want. But yeah, it's okay. No, I'm always interested okay, yeah, So me and Kevin and our friend Tony, we always had like this kind of like joke, like at shows or like in the back when songs are playing, where we're just kind of like, like, yo- like lightly in the background going like this, swag, swag, swag. Swag, like the word <laughs> swag, just like as an instrument piece, right? And right. so you can actually hear it. It's really light, but on my rapping part, that's in the background. And originally, oh. Ke- Kevin, um, he he had me come over because he wanted to do the swag. Had, there was no, never an intention for there to be rap on it. And right. he was like, and so I came over to his place and um, we were going to do that. And I think he was like finishing up the mix or something where it was playing on loop and i was like dude i genuinely like think this is like a pretty sweet song and i uh, so I just it's only an eight bar and like there's really not rules anymore but like in the past like traditionally a good uh a standard rap verse is like 16 bars so it's like half okay. half a verse but nowadays a lot of the verses are shorter anyway but anyway right. um and I started writing to it. And I like, sometimes it, it it all just depends. Like Wednesday I wrote that song and like, it kind of just like came out of me naturally. It was just fun. And I wrote it pretty quickly, but some songs, like it's, it'll take me months to write, just like coming back to it and stuff. And this song I just like wrote that day. Um, Kevin didn't, he didn't ask me to rap on it. I was just like, dude, let me try this on here. And, and, props to Kevin actually uh, he uh, how i w- originally delivered my rap on the song was was different than yeah. the final product and then he's like dude try it like try your delivery like this so he actually like produced me a little bit and yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 happy how it came out um so and also i remember like leaving feeling really good because this was last christmas the song was coming out like yeah. prior to christmas and I was having like, you know, we talked about it a little bit on my episode, but going through like anxiety, depression type stuff. And I, I right. had not been really writing music or being motivated to write music for a long time. And, um, yeah. uh, and then so like, that was like really, even though it was just like a quick fun song, I like felt good about I I was like, oh man, I, I was part of a creative process. Um, I didn't really have the, the song was pretty much like all Kevin as far as like the instrumentation, the beats and everything. It was like pretty much all, all laid out and I yeah. just did my rap on it. So I, I had a really small contribution to the overall process. Um, yeah. But, I, I feel like as far as like the mix and mastering, although Kevin did did it, I was very like particular. because um, And like I had him redo like little things over and over and I was like oh turn this up a little bit turn this down and I I felt like it came out a pretty good product product
1: so yeah Yeah. I'm pretty stoked on it yeah no it's a it's a great song like it's super catchy too like a definitely Christmas classic you guys should listen every year
2: also Um, I um I don't know when you're gonna get this up but he is having me do he has a show with with like a few other musicians it's like a, a viola player, a percussionist, and a bass player. And he's playing keys and guitar. And they're doing Under the Mistletoe for one of the songs. Oh. And, and I'm going to go there and rap on it. And I rehearsed with them the other day. It was really cool to like actually work with some really talented yeah. musicians. And so if, if I imagine you, you get these out pretty quickly. But if you're in Vegas yeah, yeah. and you're listening to this, Wednesday night at the there's a venue called the usual the usual it's either called the usual place or the usual spot i think it's the usual place there's a there's a acoustic showcase um wednesday night i
1: think it starts at eight o'clock in vegas so i'll be
2: we'll be performing this song
1: that's awesome uh yeah if it comes out before go see it and if it comes out after i hope you did go see it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um yeah i mean like if it comes out after how did it go man was it
2: good dude it was i mean kevin was a little he messed up a little bit on that second course but other than that it was a good time kevin always i was i I was flawless you know
1: (laughs) of course of course (laughs) uh yeah yeah what i have yeah I don't know when I'll get this out, but no worries. Um, uh, Okay, I did want to say my favorite lyric uh, was definitely, I'm just a king and you're my queen. Yeah, we can reindeer. Dude, That's that was so clever. When I first heard it, I was like, that is so clever. I never would have thought of that. In a million. Yeah, years.
2: I love doing like double entendres or using wordplay. And yeah. that was actually like, that's what i was gonna either gonna choose that as my favorite lyric or i do like trying to turn this christmas to a christmas is and then the
1: other one i like too yeah
2: yeah but as far as like so that's just like lyric wise those might be my favorite but as far as like how something's delivered i do like the second time um like on the second course when kevin's like I don't care when the beat kind of breaks down and he sings it higher. Like, the, oh, yeah, I don't care if it rains or snows. Like that part, I think is my favorite part of the song. Yeah. Like I oh,
1: like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. So. That's a super great part. Yeah, that's true. I um, I love that part. That's I think maybe that's like kind of where I thought like, man, his singing's really clear and crisp. He's like, he really goes for it in that part yeah it's um that's the thanks for bringing that up because yeah that's a great part thanks i mean yeah. i, I uh, because i own part partly own kevin thanks you know yeah for, for support <laughs> of my art <artist. laughs> <laughs> all right man okay so let's go into some other christmas music um i okay, so you uh, obviously were on that one so you mentioned that one uh you got another song you mentioned i think it's a little further down in our little playlist here um so i did choose a lot of it um but uh i did want to mention at the top here a lot of this is stuff that i also listen to for my wife usually like just at the end i'll do one for my wife but like she loves christmas music a lot it's like her favorite genre so a lot of these just both of ours favorites um and she loves uh, John Legend, his a legendary Christmas album. So, I chose "What Christmas Means to Me," which is uh, technically John Lennon covering Stevie Wonder, but like Stevie Wonder is also on it. So, it's um, yeah, it's a really good song. Uh, let's play it now, and then we'll come back and talk about it. <laughs> So we're coming back from what Christmas means to me. Uh, John Legend, Stevie Wonder. Um, I was kind of wondering. I looked this up. um, Pun intended, wondering. Yeah, that was unintended. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Real quick,
2: real quick. I just wanted to say I didn't, I never knew, like when we're on the wordplay, like pun stuff. I never knew that John Legend put out an album called a legendary Christmas. And like, I think that's cool. But it reminds
1: me it reminds
2: me, oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I was just saying it's such a smart like wordplay that he does. Yeah, yeah. and it
2: reminds me, like this really makes me mad is Bill Nye, the science guy, he put out a book called Undeniable, but he spelt the undeniable, like the Nye part, just regular, like how you would spell regular undeniable. And yeah. he didn't spell it, like, N-Y-E, like, his name. And I was like, right. dude, what a, squand- what a squandered opportunity.
1: <laughs> yeah. What the heck, Bill Nye? What are you even it doing? It was like,
2: the alley-oop was there, you know? And so yeah. it, 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 my mind just drifted to that with, like, the legendary Christmas thing with John Legend. So, yeah. Sorry.
1: No, we're no, we're uh, I just wanted to say, I was wondering where Stevie Wonder comes in on this song, because I was like, well, I don't, I definitely don't hear his voice, but, uh, Stevie, he plays the harmonica on it Oh, okay. Um, and it's a great harmonica solo, but yeah, I was wondering, I was like, did he just tag Stevie Wonder because it's his song, but he, yeah, Stevie's actually on it.
2: His yeah. Sometimes right? like people will like tag, will like feature John Mayer and all he did, he was just playing guitar on it, you know? So
1: yeah, that's sometimes. fair.
2: But yeah, what were your thoughts on it? Why, why
1: is this one we shouldn't skip? Well, man, um, it's a classic. I mean, both versions are great. Uh, Stevie Wonder's versions, too. But that's like a classic uh, Christmas song. And it's like a fun, I don't know. It's like sometimes Christmas songs can be like a little, um, like a lot of them can be like way too serious. Like, I guess all the religiously want, religious ones is what I'm thinking of. But this one's just like, I don't know. It's just it makes me want to like. I'm not a great dancer, but just you know, dance probably like do the Carlton or something like that. It's just like dance, start dancing around, and then John Legend has a great voice. It, like his version of it. Um, I mean, Stevie Wonder's is great too, but like John Legend's voice is so smooth, and I like his uh, cover of it a lot. Um, plus. When I found out that Stevie Wonder on the harmonica, I like listened back and I was like, "Well, that's that's like the best harmonica solo." So that makes sense. Stevie Wonder freaking killing it on the harmonica. Yeah, so, dude. What do you think about it? I, I I even though I was like talking about how great and fun this one is, I can also imagine this one being one that would be like played over and over at a Christmas store or at a grocery store sometimes. So I didn't know. Yeah, I I feel like to be fair, I
2: I do think there is like a huge array of, of Christmas songs. There's obviously like people cover classics and there's like hundreds, thousands of Christmas songs. I just feel like maybe just like those top 15 Christmas songs that people know, like, like I was just hearing those, you know, but I was only hearing like one version of those. So I do know there's a big variety and, um, I thought the song was good like I like the energy I like the horns in it and just like the fact that two generations of like legends pun intended yeah. <laughs> I guess, like came <laughs> together to make a song and I um yeah I thought it was a, a cool song um
1: yeah yeah um my favorite lyric is I feel like running wild as anxious as a little child um I love I love that because that's like the feeling I get about Christmas like I feel like I'm like a little kid again. I'm all excited about everything. Um, I know not everyone feels that way, but that's, that's like my experience. So I did want to shout that lyric out. Um, Did you have any like favorite lyrics or favorite parts?
2: Uh, My favorite, I think was, even
1: though I love you madly, it seems
2: I love you more. And um, to me, it's just like, just, this is just kind of like petty or like, just being like snide but it's just like yeah dude like he freaking the holidays is what he needs that to enhance his love
0: but i I was just
2: joking (laughs) but but no i think it's just like kind of i mean i know i'm probably thinking too deeply into it but i do think that moments and the, the feelings of holidays and stuff can be like such a I don't know, like enhancer negatively or positively on a person. Like I know a lot of people that have lost someone, the holidays are really hard because it's like, oh, this holiday, I don't have them. Or like if they don't, if they feel more alone, like, you know, like on Valentine's Day, like single people are like super aware. And, you know, so I think, I don't think the intention was to be like, (laughs) to be a downer, but it just kind of reminds you of like, oh, how holidays can enhance someone's feelings about feelings positively or negatively
1: yeah well that's a good point because i think i chose like more upbeat songs for uh most of this but like yeah there's totally people and i know people who are like yeah christmas i just like it actually just makes me even sadder because um i feel like the one person i'm thinking of is like yeah they just like someone i love died Uh, like near Christmas and so I just like think about them during it and so yeah sometimes the holidays can just like intensify feelings that's like a good way of saying it like it just makes emotions stronger one way or the other so um got it yeah um okay let's roll right along let's do a sleigh ride by Reliant K that was Slate Ride by Reliant K here on K D S T O FM. <laughs> don't skip this one, FM. You guys get it? It's not. It's not funny. Um I, I was wondering uh, I was wondering if you had heard this one before or not. Um so-, so
2: Reliant K, they're they're like one of the bands, I don't know if like in my generation, like there was always, I look back on it, it's just like silly, but I remember like when I was in high school, maybe late middle school, people would be like, oh, that band's not hard enough. Like they don't even use double bass or and they don't even scream oh, in their yeah. songs, which is so silly, right? And so yeah. like I never had anything against Reliant K, but I think I didn't really, in their their peak era, I didn't really listen to them too much besides their hits. So I didn't really yeah. um listen to them too much. But so I never heard, I've never heard this song before, but I I did like it. And like, I thought it was interesting and it had a cool energy. And I do kind of like when you're, when you're used to those, like the Christmas songs that are just like all like simple, beautiful, acoustic-y or just like, like it is kind of cool with like the energy of like, uh, uh, emo band behind it, you know?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I like their version of it because, like, you, every time you—it's like every time it gets covered, it's like kind of the same. Um, so I'll only like for me, I'll only listen to like this version, or like if I'm like in the mood for uh the the other kind of version, then I'll just like put on prop I don't know if it was the first one, but like the oldest one I can think of or whatever, because it's like. If I'm going to listen to it and you guys all cover it the same, then I might as well just listen to the first version of it. I don't know. That's how my head works. Yeah. But yeah. Um, what's interesting is, like, I, I'm i kind of like you where, like, I had only heard Reliant K's, like, big stuff mostly. Um, but uh, my wife and, like, more my uh, brother-in-law, her brother, uh, is super into – or I should say was super into Ryan K when they were in high school and stuff uh, growing Mm -hmm. up. And so she was like, oh, that's off their whole like Christmas album. So they have like a whole Christmas album. Uh, Yeah. And it's pretty, like it's really good because it's all pretty, uh, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, it's all pretty punk, pretty like some of them's kind of a little more like slow tempo emo, but you know, like pop punk and stuff. And um, they kind of, they this one I feel like they do a good job balancing between like uh making it punk but not like mocking it if you know what I mean yeah like they're not like oh we're gonna make a punk song to like make fun of it they're like nah, we're just gonna bring that pop punk energy that emo energy into this um good like yeah great song so that's why I like it I like their whole album um, but this is the my favorite one off of it. Yeah, it was cool. I liked it.
2: Yeah. Um, I think my favorite lyric was "We're going along to a song of a wintry wonderland." But like, it's not necessarily like the lyric super meaningful to me, but just like how he delivered it on the song was cool.
1: Yeah, exactly. like the, the is it the second time he does that one, or I think so. Movie? It's where he kind of goes higher and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought that down too because yeah, that's the best. Yeah he when he when he kind of he like gets into more the punk voice almost and gets yeah goes higher yeah yeah it was cool yeah so yeah if you guys uh like this um like punk version of christmas go ahead and listen to all of reliant k's uh album they do have one that's like a more religiously but they do have a good version of like 12 days of Christmas I always find those ones like that one's funny that, that one's a little more mocky I guess but <laughs> it's, uh, yeah it's a good one uh, and then let's go to the next one this one is like I know one of my wife's favorites is uh it's littered little drummer boy specifically the pentatonic version so go ahead and play yeah. that
0: They told me
1: that was Little Drummer Boy by Pentatonic. Um, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first?
2: Uh, I can go first. That's so, fine. why you shouldn't... So, correct me if I'm wrong. From what I'm familiar with, with Pentatonix, is yeah. they only use vocals, right?
1: That's my understanding. This song, like, sounds like there's an instrument. Is that what you're about to say?
2: No, I was going to say, I thought it was just vocals. And I was going to say, the reason why you shouldn't skip this song is because... Like, if you wanted a song that was based around the symbol, symbolism of a drum, but it doesn't have a single drum in it, it's kind of funny. So, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's not an right. actual drum drum used in it, but the not right. about a drummer voice. I think that's funny. So just, like, the comedic value of that, to me, is worth why you shouldn't skip it. And my favorite yeah. lyric, it was a tough one, but it's, it's between um, – pum 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 or parumpa pum pum
1: <laughs> so
2: i don't right. know like they're both super deep to me and stuff so <laughs> i can't choose
1: yeah i mean it sounds a little like there's a song or like an instrument but maybe they're just way better at like vocals sounding like instruments than i am i, I don't know i didn't yeah, look like, the- and
2: i could be wrong maybe i, I was i don't know like, I, well, I thought they were just like an acapella group. For well, they
1: are. They are an acapella group. I know that. But I didn't, it's just like, it sounds so much like they're, and I can't even think of what instrument it. But it's like, I remember listening to it and be like, is that really just their voices? That's impressive if like it is. So,
0: yeah.
1: it probably, we're not professionals. I don't know. I didn't even look any of this up, So, it's fine. <laughs> no, yeah, it, that is funny though. Uh, that's a good point. It's like, there's actually no drums in it. It's all vocal stuff so um i did want to say it's like when i was a kid i didn't feel like i didn't hear little drummer boy that much but like now it's probably a little overplayed so it's like i get it if people are sick of little drummer boy but like when i was a kid i was like whoa this is a great it's like as a as as a growing up christian and like uh you're you it's interesting to hear a song like this where it's like, this isn't out of the realm of possibility. Like there totally could have been maybe um, like, obviously it's a made up song, but like it's not crazy that maybe someone was like, didn't really have a present, but they played a song or something. They heard about Christ's birth, but like um, but it's not included in the Bible. So it's kind of, it was interesting for me as a kid being like, you hear all the same kind of religious songs about like the angels appearing to the shepherds and the, the Mary and all, uh, it's like very typical stuff in all the songs but then like this one's like about a little drummer boy that comes and plays for Christ instead of and it's and it's not yeah I don't know it's just interesting that it's not typical I guess that is cool yeah like like one for the little guy yeah yeah and um favorite lyrics just uh that's fair but i i do like when they're like little baby i'm a poor boy too i have no gift to bring it's like you know we're we're equal we're just i'm I'm, and so you can appreciate it uh i don't know i like that yeah that's uh, cool. and pentatotics they do like a really great arrangement in this one they make it sound i don't know usually when i hear it it's not like a like a grand large sounding song but they made it sound like like grand I guess is the word I would use so that's why yeah I it's think, impressive
2: like that's why it yeah acapella groups are like really impressive where they could
1: just do a whole soundscape with just the voices so, yeah much respect to acapella I'm not like a super acapella listener but I'm always like wow you guys make it sound really good with just voices yeah,
2: personally, that's all I listen to. Like, if, if I hear anything with an instrumental, I'm just like, turn this yeah. off, dude. Like, this isn't tr- so, This isn't authentic, you know?
1: We that's just so want it. To- <laughs> that's, that's not authentic. <laughs> uh, huh? <laughs> that is so like interesting, when I. Dude. Do you like, you don't listen to any beats then? Like, you just rap and then somebody else puts it on top of the beat? Is that how you listen? Like,
2: that's, that's, you know, n- n- here, neither here nor there. But it's just okay, like, okay. The, the thing is just like, I only purely, like, you say you don't really listen to acapella. That's my the purely my, like, if you look at my Spotify raft, it's all acapella groups. And I can't name another one, off, I can't name another one, <laughs> product, but it is, and like, yeah, just like when I, when I hear instrumentals, or like things with instruments, or anything like that, it just kind of reminds me, like a hair of like, it just gives me like a Kevin Bessie taste in my mouth, about like, oh, this isn't,
1: this isn't true, this isn't authentic, you know? That's fair, that's fair, you know, this Kevin Bessie in off this. It's inauthenticity, man. I'm getting to a point where I can't even say the word. Uh, all right, man. Let's uh, let's take a break. Let's go. I call it uh, sellout corner. Let's go to sellout corner. Um, in addition to the ad, whatever it was, uh, go follow. Don't skip this one on Instagram. That's all one word without the apostrophe and don't because I don't think they allow you to do apostrophes and in Instagram handles. I don't. I didn't check that. Uh, anyways, yeah, don't skip this one, all one word. Or follow ZZZ attack. that's three Zs in the word attack on Twitter. If you don't have Instagram um, or subscribe on Spotify or Anchor. And also every episode has a playlist on my Spotify profiles. If you search Zach Fisher on Spotify, my profile is the one with the picture of me, my wife and my dog, which uh, if you don't know what that looks like, I guess I can't really help you, but like it's the only profile picture that has a man, a woman, and a dog. I checked. I made sure the, that that the name is Zach Fisher. Um, okay, and Cody, did you have anything to shout out?
2: Uh, I would like to use my shout out
1: opportunity
2: to shout out Kevin Bessie. Um, he
1: uh-huh. or right. Bessay.
2: Um, because yeah, yeah. P- primarily, like, check out his YouTube because that benefits me and Brady the most. But uh, he put out an album this year called Giovanni. It's pretty good. And um, there is like slight parts on particular song, not songs, but song that like might seem a little (laughs) bit like, but anyways, that's how you beat a dead horse, I guess. But anyway, uh, (laughs) but yeah, check out um, a forfeited my self-promotion to shout out Kevin Bessie.
1: That is so, that is so selfless of you. yeah dude that's how you know that you're authentic and and to beat the horse even further um just a little bit Uh, all right that's it for sellout corner that's what i'm gonna call the part where i sell out i guess um okay next up we're gonna have the one that uh, you mentioned um i had never heard it before um it's called breathe again by the rain of kindo am i saying that right i think so okay i didn't know if you knew how to say it uh yeah so breathe again by the rain of kindo let's go
0: The winter breeze Crystals ice are from the trees The morning of Christmas ha-
1: uh, All right, that was Breathe Again by The Reign of Kendo. Uh, Cody, you, you want to take it away? Talk about it a little bit? Yeah, so this is... I, I plan on listening to
2: more. But for disclosure, this is the only song I've ever heard by this group. And oh, okay. It was, actually, it was actually showed to me last year by... By my girlfriend, Andrea. I feel like she kind of gets a, a shout out in every episode. So she's kind uh, of a So <laughs> Yeah, she basically, she basically sponsors the episode, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but she showed it to me and I just like, she didn't really tell me any, um, like, get, give me any, like, what am I trying to say? Like, leads lead ups or, like, spoilers or anything. She just, like, played it to see how I'd react to it. And I was yeah. just, like, you know, listening to it. I think what I love about it, and maybe this is me my me being like my, the Grinch baham humbug like, about Christmas music, but it might yeah. be my favorite Christmas song because I just love how it's like such a beautifully, it paints like this beautiful picture, the instrumentation, the voice is all smooth. And then it's about <laughs> like, I, I interpret it as like him killing Santa Claus. Yeah, And the only, the <laughs> only way that I, the only like, maybe evidence that I could get that could support that is he there is a line that he says like the toys that he carried oh so far or something like that. But yeah. I think you could also a lot of people might just argue that it's about killing a robber that broke into their house, stole the toys. But I just like love how like it's it's it feels like a serious song. And it's yes. just like <laughs> Yeah. And so yeah. that's just like I, I think this song's so dope. I think everyone should listen to it. I want to listen to more of this band's music. Um, yeah. My favorite lyric is, and the cries of my children
1: wrote this song. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So that's what I have yeah. to say about it. Um, well, yeah. i I'm kind of repeating what you said for why you shouldn't skip this one. It is an incredibly... Like vividly told through the lyrics, um, he like vividly tells this story. I feel like it's like the picture that he paints is like so clear. Whereas like a lot of songs, you gotta like dig a little bit to find out what it's about. But um, yeah, like you said, it may or it may not be about killing Santa Claus. So it's that is like a different different kind of uh, Christmas song. But it, I feel like it is still like a Christmas. I mean, he mentions Christmas and stuff. Um, it's but, about Christmas morning, man. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, it's about Christmas morning. But yeah, it's it's. I mean, you made some great points. Like it's very beautiful in the instrumentation, but it's like about him like hunting down a guy, tearing him. him from limb from limb. Like. <laughs> yeah, tearing him from limb. <laughs> uh, yeah, my favorite lyric was "Deep in the slums, I saw him with their toys." or I saw him with their toys. My gunshot rang out, but the s- snow absorbed the noise. He's, like, the words that they use, It's I don't know. They make it so clear and so poetic at the same time, even though it's, like, a song about, like, him killing uh, probably Santa Claus or, <laughs> or whatever. Like, it did, like, him murdering him and, like, tearing him, his body up. But it's, like, it's just, it's not disguised at all. It's very clear what he's doing, you know? Yeah. And very, still very, like, a poet it's not like a, it's not like, like, it's, they still, like, everything rhymes, and they use uh, you know, fancy, not fancy, as I, I don't know, like, a poetic language, but it's vivid picture. Yeah, that's, that's why you shouldn't skip it. I guess, is what I'm trying to say um okay and then uh i thought i was like well if cody doesn't necessarily uh like a huge fan of christmas music then i should add this one that i don't i listen to outside of christmas um it's the band called the wombat and it's called is this christmas it's got a question mark after it even Mm -hmm. you guys are searching for it so uh let's listen to that one
0: You hear the sleigh bells coming around the band It comes up darkest and Christmas is here It's about life standing to the
1: over Okay, so that song is Is This Christmas by the Wombats. Um Like I said, I think, it, yeah, I said that before the song. Uh, I listened to this song outside the Christmas season because it's, it's well, I love pop, pop punk song so I do like enjoy listening to it um but it's it's also like when I'm when it's the Christmas season and I'm not necessarily in the mood you know like whatever day it is you may not necessarily be like oh boy Christmas is coming and so it's a fun it's a fun song to listen to where it's like still talking about Christmas but um it's talking about like a really bad Christmas and like not really feeling like christmas at all um yeah what what did you think about it well i'll tell you one thing i
2: have a i have a least favorite lyric on this yeah that is turn back to the future off when he says that because that's my favorite trilogy (laughs) i don't think i even caught the lyrics
0: it was something Uh, like
2: turn back to the future off we've seen this like a lot, or something. Like, I mean, those aren't the exact yeah. words, but that was the idea. So I was just like, what? That's my favorite trilogy. But no, like, it was a cool song, and I like it. I like the contrast of your typical Christmas song, uh, you know, about like like how Christmas is all these good feelings. So that's cool. It's kind of like just different. I, I think w- sometimes when things are like not what you would expect, but it makes them interesting, which is why I like the Reign of Kindle song as well. So yeah, it was cool, and I like the punk rendition of it. Um, yeah. I think my favorite lyric was, though, though it never really snows. It's more like horizontal sleet. Yeah. And and I just kind of like the idea of like like cynicism there or like like yeah
0: that's yeah, just, yeah so that's what I had
2: yeah that's
1: like it. okay yeah that's like part of my favorite. I also like the part before it says. And the ice burns up the hill until we all lose our feet. Um, yeah, I mean that that one's a little like metaphoric, but like I love that he's like taking the idea of a perfect like I always think of white Christmas as like this idyllic uh, old timey Christmas, and I just like turning it on the head on their head, where it's like it doesn't even really snow; it's just sleet, and like um, I i'm from california so like uh, and we go back to california or well i should say we live there now but like when we were, lived in utah we would always come back to california for christmas but there we spent a couple times out there and it's like really when it snows like it's not usually like that pretty little landscape that they show on um on white christmas it's like it's a lot of ice and you're slipping or and then like if you go out to play in it, you get soaked and you're freezing and yeah you, you lose it yeah so it's just like what it, it felt like very it's very cynical song and so definitely if you're not in the Christmas mood it's the one to put on you like stewing and like upset that it's the holidays but like it's also just a fun song you know it's got some funny lyrics about like the mom yelling at the I always like the part where he's like, mom's yelling what's burning as she's touching up her brow and, and stuff like that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, for like I always say, the last song is always for my wife. Um, so I picked, I this might be her favorite Christmas song. At least I've heard it, I've heard her play it like, I don't know, 20 or 30 times this year it's, uh she loves this song. Um, so it's a very, it's a very poppy, very like probably overplayed. So I don't know Cody's feelings on it, but it is, uh, you make it feel like Christmas by Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. I mean, I assume it wouldn't have been played when 15 years ago, cause it wasn't even made, but um, I feel like it's that very typical, uh, grocery store song sometimes so uh okay let's play that song now Fati and Blake Shelton uh, you make it feel like Christmas um, what did what did you think about it, Cody I don't want to assume I felt like I assumed before and I apologize for that uh, what, what were your feelings on this song
2: I think it was cool like I would just say I it it's not like just my personal subjective because I could see why like someone would really enjoy the song but like for me, it wasn't like oh this is terrible, but it also wasn't like oh this is amazing. So it was just like oh yeah. this is a cool song, like I, I like
1: it, and um yeah. Uh, and I think originally, that's,
2: good... that's my honest. Oh, go ahead.
1: Uh, I was just gonna say it. It's like it feels like a, like a song that you like kind of want to dance to. Like it's it's more of like a Christmas party song than a Christmas like grocery shopping song i guess i blamed it for being in a grocery store but but, i don't know more of a party song i guess can be yeah for sure you had a
2: good selection of songs that were like upbeat and like different you know
1: yeah go for it oh no
2: that yeah that was it pretty much i was just gonna say i mean like like they would have just been too on the nose if you would have put all i want for christmas by mariah carey you know what i'm saying
1: <laughs> well <laughs> yeah i could not do that because there's no point in review and like telling people don't skip that one like it's gonna come on you're gonna listen to that song at some you could skip it, you. it if you wanted to yeah like it's you're gonna have to encounter that song you might as well like it yeah enjoy it that one time it's that song is interesting because you know there's like all these jokes about like how it's like super it's played all the time and everything but it's it's like even though it's played all the time i still like that like i'm i'm not bugged by that song again i didn't have to spend like nine hours listening to the same songs over and over if maybe if that happened i'd hate it but like When I listen to that song, even though it comes on every Christmas multiple times, I'm always like, all I want, I'm just singing along. It's great. The idea of a Christmas
2: album, I mean, I think obviously some people, I I think a lot of times people put out Christmas stuff and it's a flash in the pan. But like for her, it's like, for Mariah Carey, it's just like so big and it's like, putting out a, a good Christmas project that's classic in like sorry this is like not about Blake Shetland or Gwen Stefani at all no, it's <laughs> but fine. I guess it could apl- I guess it could apply to them but it kind of yeah. reminds me of like dude this is smart because in a lot of ways people put out they'll put out an album just a, their regular album and then it's like hot for when it comes out and it can be a classic but you know eventually like it tapers out and it had its moment where like yeah. when you put out a good Christmas album or songs and stuff like mariah carey did it's like dude every year we're coming back for it and and yep. like like for her not that she i'm sure she's fine financially anyways but i i Perfect. have thought in the process of like dude whenever <laughs> whenever it's christmas time she's gonna get all these royalties and yeah, her right. christmas presents for everyone's already paid for it it's like <laughs> every year she does it and she could probably get them very expensive gifts because it's like i think like the number one song and and so like them. that that is a that is a cool concept like sorry if i'm kind of going going on a bit of a tangent but um i you, on youtube there's like these people that there's like one that i know of because i lived with a couple and they had toddlers and stuff is there's this guy named blippy And it's kind of like a YouTube version of like maybe blues clues where you learn something new every day. You learn like the shapes, you learn colors or whatever. And I've always thought, I've always thought like for one people, parents in these days, like just to be honest, throw on YouTube, you don't feel super guilty about it because they're technically learning and it's kind of babysitting your kids for a while. So it's like parents are taking advantage of that. But secondly, different from like your daily vlogs or whatever where like where it's like oh this is cool in this moment but I'm never going to come back to watching this vlog right with those things it's like because it's about a different subject it's like freaking a cash cow like like videos from four years ago about shapes or colors or whatever is going to be still apply to like teach your kid something today and it's like I don't know that was a really big tangent but it just kind of reminded me of that like continuous revenue type of thing um yeah. that's like like those are two examples christmas really good christmas songs and like and i guess kid youtube where yeah. where it's just like it's almost ever never ending or it, it it has like a second life and that's kind of rare with it i
1: think yeah no things. that's a good point that like chris i think it's unique to christmas music as far as like adult go adult stuff goes where it's like every year we're bringing out kind of the same songs but like usually with stuff you're like listen to it well I guess music may be a little different you know you listen to it somewhat throughout the year but like yeah it kind of like falls off especially popularity in like the like general public at least like there'll be a big hit of it and then it kind of goes away but like yeah, Christmas music. It's just, every year you're gonna see a spike in, in people listening to it again. But yeah, like kids, dude. My nephew right now, there's a show called Trash Truck on Netflix, and my uh, my sister in law, his mom, she said she's seen every. There's two seasons of it. She said she's seen every episode like twenty times. It's like <laughs> yeah. It's, kids just like we watch that stuff all it's you know they don't get bored of it like we we do
2: Um, yeah and like almost like with the christmas thing i feel like say it would i don't know if corny is the right word but if i like two years after my project came out kept trying to like promote it people would probably be like, dude, just put up something new, right? But it's like, yeah. if every Christmas you could, like, I saw Casey Musgraves promoting her uh, a Casey Christmas special, you know, that wasn't from this year, but it's like, oh, this makes sense to be promoting this. It's for Christmas. And so yeah. I, I, like, even though I have, I, I'm fair, you know, like, I'm not, like, I have my, my um gripes about Christmas music, but I also can be like, oh, I can understand that like the benefit of it behind it as well I, I don't think like <laughs> I don't know if a lot of people that create Christmas music are super thinking about all that but yeah
1: yeah kind of I, cool. I don't know yeah I think it's a mix of people just catching in but some people are like super into it so they love making it yeah I think it depends on who's it who makes the music um Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton though I don't know how to oh, transition that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this song uh it's, it's like it's like a dancey kind of song. And I love it because like it's my wife's favorite song and we have fun singing along to it together and stuff. And um it is it, it's cheesy, it's corny, but it's for like a more modern Christmas song, I think it's a really fun song. Um I also almost put uh, candy cane lane by Sia on it. She did. I liked her album because it was all like unique, like, uh, I can't, yeah. Uh, like, I like that. Um, and yeah, like Mariah Carey's Christmas, like, her whole album's actually really good, but I feel like you only ever hear all I want for Christmas is you, but that she did a very good job on the entire album. Um, But I guess it's been a few years now. I can't remember when that came out, but it's been around for most of my life, so probably a while. Um, I did want to say my favorite lyric, uh, I never thought I'd find a love like this, but I found forever in that very first kiss. Uh, It's it's, Again, it was corny and cheesy, but I love it. It's It's a very good sentiment. I feel like they even though it might be a little cheesy they they're really good with love lyrics but um gwen stefani and blake shelton particularly uh they have a few duets together since they're married um and they are are they just engaged i can't remember anyways uh but they yeah they always have nice little duet love songs Oh, uh, yeah yeah, it was cool. I like
2: the, oh, what, I, I thought I wrote it down, but, like, lyric about this feels like classic. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, That's exactly yeah, lyric, something I mean. that. classic for all time or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did want to say just at the end, so uh, maybe I should have said it at the beginning, but I was kind of excited to talk about the beef with, uh, you and Brady but um, so Christmas music so like growing up uh, there's a tradition I can't remember what country it started in but like in my family we have this candle that has the 24 days before Christmas you know December you burn the candle every day and it would go down one number and then growing up my mom um, she's super good at the piano so she would always play Christmas music It wasn't like every night, but like at least once a week, we'd like get together as a family and sing Christmas music to the piano. So for me, that's kind of why I love Christmas music because it reminds me of like being together as a family. Um, I get that a lot of people didn't have that and can like, it's easy to be resentful about people who are super Christmassy. So sometimes I feel bad, but um, that's why I love Christmas music. I just want to say that's why I love it. So, yeah. And uh, I hope one day. And I, I want to say. Day, I was just gonna oh. say I want. I hope one day that you can love it too, Cody.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to clear up, like, I don't have like it's not like a poor view attitude about like oh my Christmas experiences growing up. I actually did have like like Brady's family, and there's there was like a lot of families who I had like such great.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I wasn't saying. I was I, yeah i wasn't saying you i meant like in general but dude i'm yeah. resentful
2: that you had good christmases dude Now just kidding
1: I, oh come on i know brady's family There's for sure you had like a super if you if you did it with brady you for sure have had like that all out christmas um yeah i've seen their house <laughs> at christmas time i should say yeah
0: sweet dude um, well
2: thanks for having me on man
1: and yeah, thank you. Yeah, wow. Dude, I... Um, we're gonna, I think me and Brady already like talked about it, but like me, you, and Brady are gonna be doing uh, an emo episode soon. We we have it in the works, uh, possibly multiple episodes because we we all it's like one of our favorite genres, so we got lots to say about it. Um, but yeah, dude, it was fun having you on.
2: Yeah, man, and I just wanted to say, can I promote one one last thing?
1: Oh yeah, go for it.
2: Uh, I just wanted to promote the song "the uh, The Christmas Sweater" by Michael Buble. Um, go check that <laughs> song out. It's so good. Not to be confused, don't type in "Christmas Sweater." Make sure to have the Make in sure the. Them. All Christmas. <laughs> yeah, like um, don't yeah, just the Christmas sweater, Michael Buble. Um, if you accidentally come across Christmas Sweater by Kevin Bessie, that's not the song I'm talking about. But I just, I think that Michael Buble song is a superior song, like <laughs> any songs around that topic about Christmas sweaters. I don't know if there's a, one better, you know, so yeah. that, that's all I wanted but, to just say. I just wanted to see that.
1: All right, man. Well, uh, thanks for sticking around fellow music nerds, uh, going on the ride with us uh will see you next week and oh, wait no that's not how i end it I, oh fellow music oh, i did it so bad i'm gonna edit everything no now. dude this I'm... is
2: real you better leave this in here dude because that's life dude i've been about things being perfect and by you messing up right there it inspires yeah. people to be like dude I don't, like, sometimes it's okay if, if I'm not perfect. But if you yeah. make, like, if you put put it in right, right now, if you choose to re say it and just put that in, people are going to be like, man, I feel like I have to be
1: perfect. But you're doing a better service by leaving it um, and, and restart it. You know what? You're right. We're going to do the authentic version, which was me <laughs> oh. stumbling around and trying to say, thanks for sticking around, fellow music nerds. Uh, Kevin Bessie, this has all been a joke, please don't <laughs> <Get
0: mad. laughs>